I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Gonna change the world with my hockey stick. Gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal the sick. Welcome back. Episode, I'm gonna stop keeping track now. Ooh, we got uh, Hayden, Coach Jeremy, and Coach Chippy on the pod. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, wait a, wait a second. We got a special guest. Ch- Chippy looks a little different today. Mason. You gotta get in closer. Let him know who you are. My name's Mason. There we go. Welcome to the podcast, Mason. Special guest star, Miked Up Mason. Viral sensation. Uh, When he was four years old, I mic'd him up. And that might have been the most... No, no, that 100% was the most viral video that I ever created. Mm -hmm. Mason, 14 million views or something. Yeah, it's at a lot. Mason, do you remember when I mic'd you up for for the video? What did you think? Can you remember back when you were four years old? Like, what, how old are you now? Eight? Uh, yeah. That was half your life ago. That's like me trying uh-huh. to remember. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, what do you think about the, the whole video, about the video going viral and all that stuff? How does it make you feel? Cool. You like it? Yeah. Do uh, kids in your class talk to you about it or like anyone ever bring it up? Uh, well, people in the bathroom do. It's an odd place to bring that type of thing up. He said, is your dad Coach Jeremy or are you Mason? And then I say, yep. Nice. Is it is it fun? Is it cool? Like, I have no idea. Like, I, I wasn't. Yes. Do you, fe- do you feel famous? Yes. Oh, that's cool. I am. Do you like that you, that you feel famous? Yes. Yes? Well, that's good. Because it would suck if you didn't. <laughs> you know what? Mm. Already getting hounded in the bathroom. Like, people... <laughs> He's wait. They're, they're bringing in hats for him to sign yeah. after yeah. he finishes washing his hands. Have you had to sign any autographs yet, Mason? Can I tell you something? Sure. Once there, someone came in with a hat. Yep. And I had a marker in my hand. Yep. And he said, are you Mason? Can I have your autograph? Oh, go. What a oh, superstar. BioSteel. <laughs> and he's already got the sponsored plugs. I eh? already yeah. talked about BioSteel. And then Mason on it. Uh, so when that video uh, dropped, like I, I basically just Mason said some funny stuff when we were playing and stuff like that, and then I would see him uh, on the ice, and he'd skate up to his coaches and just say like, "I'd be like, what is he saying?" You know, and you know he, he's talking, but you don't know what he's saying. He, exactly. I could see him talking to the coaches and be like, "Okay, like you know, what? I'm gonna throw. A, I've got all the equipment, anyways. I'm gonna mic him up." So that's how that kind of came to be. And I was like, "Well, if I'm gonna mic him up and like you know." Spy on him. Might as well film him. Might as well film it too, just in case. I'll, I'll make a YouTube video out of it. Maybe, maybe not. But yeah, it was just basically out of curiosity. And then uh, I threw it up on the computer, and I there was just some gold in there. Uh, Mason's catchphrases. What is it? The old paint can. Oh, we can ask because people are like, why? Why was he talking about an old paint can? Yeah. What do you remember thinking about that? Old paint can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why were you uh, cursing the old paint can on the ice when you fell over? <laughs> what did the old paint can do to you? He colored me pink. <laughs> so, 
So like you you fall over on the ice and then you're just like, let me go, you old paint can. Where did you get that saying, you old paint can? Did you like learn it from somewhere or did, like, or did someone say it and then you just copy them or did you just make it up on the spot? I make it up. Wait, you know your old paint can jersey? I do, yep. Did I make it? Yes. So uh, then after after that video went, went viral, uh, I put a thing on Instagram like, hey, I need help naming my men's league hockey team. We're going to make our own jerseys, make our own logos. And I got people to suggest ideas. And everyone said, you have to be called the old paint can. So, Mason, thanks to you, we are the old paint cans. I'm an old paint can. It was named after you. That's pretty cool. How long has it been? Four years since you started those jerseys? I'm 37. Is that old? Mm -hmm. What about you? Are you old? Yeah. What about Hayden? Yeah. He's older than anything. What? (laughs) Do you know how old I am? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. All right. Good guess. Let's do some rapid fire questions with Mason here, and then uh, we'll we'll get onto the pod. What are we talking about, Hayden? We got, uh, oh, um, I burnt down a a tree. I'll I'll talk about that real quick. (laughs) Uh, Ocean Gate, got to talk about that real quick. Mitchkov in the draft. It's like a wild card. Mm, Yeah. Um, Crazy. Signed in the KHL, right? Yeah, crazy skilled Russian player. I just want to talk about that real quick. Bedard going to Chicago. I mean, that's almost a given. And uh, Taylor Hall just got traded there. So. His new line mate. <laughs> I think so. I uh, think they're already probably DMing each other, starting to practice sessions. Oh, imagine, yeah. <laughs> just texting each other. Yeah. Uh, we got Joe Kick in the, uh, his championship speech. Victor Webamanyama. Did I say that right? I couldn't tell you. Uh, from France, I think. Uh, first overall in the, in the M- NBA. Got some interesting stuff to talk about there. Latvia's third place uh, placing in the World Cup. Uh, oh, that was a while ago. That was a while ago, but we, we missed it on the last spot. Yeah. Uh, but I just thought it's crazy what happened there. Uh, there's a few other. They shut down. Over. They shut down the city. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Uh huh. So yeah, we'll talk about that real quick. Um, and we'll do a draft. We'll do a draft on what's the best things to barbecue. Yeah. Best bar- things to barbecue. Oh, 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 oh. This is gonna be a tough one. I think we both know what number one is. I don't know. Maybe we have different opinions. I know. Yeah. Oh, Mason, what's the best thing to barbecue? Oh, this kid loves his burgers. That's that's a solid oh, choice. Dogs. I can see an eight year old oh, picking dogs. that every time. Burgers, yeah. and, yes, <laughs> all day long. Yeah, <laughs> we should do a draft with Mason. I eh? see how the uh, the the choices differ. You know what? From an adult taste, I'm gonna throw a, a wrench in our in our plan here, and we're gonna do the draft before Mason leaves. Oh, he can be Ma- the judge. Mason, Mason. Well, yeah, Mason can be the judge, but also he can throw in his opinion. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Mason. So you're gonna be the the judge of our of Hayden and I's draft. All right. You we're not going to do it right now, though, are we? You're not going to. I thought we were going to do some questions with Mason. He All might... right, rapid fire. Rapid... Yeah. yeah, you got me excited. Yeah. Um, rapid fire questions, Mason. Uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? A YouTuber. Oh, you're going to be a YouTuber. What else have you thought about? I know you told me you want to be a construction worker. Um... I changed my mind. Okay, no I problem. I want to be a. Talking to the mic, Mason, right up here. Right I want to be a. Astrophysicist. A police officer. Police officer, nice. That's what I was going to be when I grew up. And, uh, and I changed. A hockey player. Oh, hello. You hockey could be player. all three of those things. <laughs> hockey player. A policeman that plays hockey at night and makes YouTube videos. That's true. There you go. I mean, essentially, I'm a hockey player. I'm a YouTuber. And uh, I think that's probably it. Mason, what farmer. else? What else do I? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> crazy, both. crazy. F- Jeremy this morning. Farmers I suck. Get- Mason, what? excuse me. I get here this morning. Farmers feed cities, and I'm like, "Where's Jeremy?" And I look down at the sport court, and he's he's walking around in his swimsuit in the rain, planting 
vegetables and and fruits yeah. in the backyard. I'm like, hey, were you planning on going to the beach today, Jeremy? <laughs> well, it was pouring rain. I wanted to get these things planted. They've been sitting on my porch for like a week. I ordered all kinds of plants, I, like all these weird things. So kiwi apparently grows in Canada. Yeah, I put I put some pe- I put some kiwis on the fence, Mason. What? Uh, I got grapes. I got elderberries. I got goji berries. Ooh. I got gooseberries. I couldn't Whoa. even tell you what half this stuff looks like. No, uh, <laughs> blueberries and uh, yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, I'm, I'm trying to do like a food forest that's mm-hmm. like all kinds of fruits growing all around the the property. So we'll see how that works out in a few years. I'd say if you get a fifty percent retention or living rate, that you'd have some fun fruits. <laughs> yes, it's it's going well so far. We'll see. Um, Mason, what's your favorite fruit? Uh, watermelon. Ooh, that is great. I'd say mango. Mango's delicious. Mango. I think um, for me, it's got to be like just a, a nice fresh apple. An apple. I like apples. Apples are good, but like for favorite, like I would, I would eat a mango every. I would eat three mangoes Ma- a day if mangoes, I could. Mangoes, I don't really like the. They're too like the hairs. No, no, they're just too strong. Oh. Like, like too almost like weird sweet to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I like the like. The I, rich... I, I just don't really care for them too much. But all right, Mason, uh, your favorite food. Ah, uh, wait, a fruit? No, favorite food. You probably know. I do. I'm asking you though. The people don't know. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Burgers, probably pizza and pasta. Those are your top three rounded out. Uh, favorite drink? Pepsi. Pepsi. Biosteel. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the, the plug here for Biosteel, though. Uh, he does. He, he does love his Biosteel. Uh, oh, Mason, I want you to tell me a story. Okay. Okay. I hear that you were dipping into your dad's Biosteel supply in the garage and trying to start a business in the driveway. What did that? Yeah. What happened there? Um, so, me and my friends, we got to work, we did a bio-steel shop, and we got, like, yeah, um, we got 30 bucks off of it, the last time we got 60, and the last time we got 20 bucks. He's raking it in. So, <laughs> Mason just starts raiding my garage, taking all the bio-steel that I got stocked up, thanks, bio-steel, for the, the supply, mm-hmm. and then, uh, I see him with his friends, at the end of the driveway, with a sign that he made, BioSteel, $3, BioSteel, $3. It's like a lemonade stand. Like a, yeah, lemonade stand, except they don't have to do any of the work of actually making it. And, and then, so at the end of the day, they had like $60 in, in of sales that they made. So, of course, I walked down there. I tried to teach, teach the kids good business. I pay him for sleepovers. <laughs> what? Okay, hold on. So... That that's a different story. Oh my gosh! I basically said, uh, "All right, guys, uh, how much money did you make?" And they're like, "Sixty dollars." And there's four people. We're gonna split it fifteen dollars each. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, how much uh, did your product cost you? Nothing. Well, where did you get your supplies from? <laughs> from you?" I was like, "And and I just gave it to you for free. That doesn't seem like a sound business plan. I got to teach them how business." Hey, works, I right? gave you some money, Mister. Exactly. We negotiated a deal. I said, "I want in on the cut." <laughs> right, and I gave them a very favorable offer. Um, I gave them dirt, dirt, dirt uh, or like bottom bargain, bottom prices. Yeah, um, I think they had to give me uh, ten bucks for mm. all the biosteel they sold. But they got to know, and uh, and I said, you he know gave what? Gave you twenty? Did you give me twenty? Okay, I think it was ten for the biosteel, ten for the rent. You know, they had to pay the rent, the land tax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, you got to teach these kids how businesses work. Not, nothing for free. So, uh, yeah, his, his friends actually got the best end of the deal because they just showed up and, and walked away with money in their pocket, right? <laughs> yeah. 
They're like, oh, thanks, Mason. They, they're equal partners, eh? You should have just paid them like a buck an hour or something. Mm. Eh? That's a true um, business. Give them a 100 bucks if they clean our garage. Oh, my gosh, I would, too. It's a good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a mess. Uh so it's actually so Mason, the the business he's he's picking up on my business savvy. Um, he pays his friends for the bio steel, uh, like helping sell it, mm-hmm. and then when it comes to dish it out, what did you do, uh, Mason? Like I think they're, you were gonna give them ten bucks each, but then what did you do instead? Uh, I gave them all the money. All of it? Didn't you charge them for a sleepover? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> no, we had to pay for it. I was like, here's your money for the biosteel, but if you want to sleep over tonight, you're going to have to give me half. Yeah, they were supposed to have a sleepover, and uh, he gave them the money, but then said, oh, and you, you have to like give me $5 for the sleepover. There's a cover charge for his bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> co- cover charge to get into the house or something. Uh, now, we're still working on the you know business-friend relationship thing there. I was like, go give them the money back. Don't charge it for a sleepover. But I just thought it was kind of funny. That is funny. All right. Uh, let's do the draft. Let's get into that. Yeah. All right. We're going to draft. Oh, wait. Actually, one, one more oh, thing. One more thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mason, how do you like playing hockey? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mm, good. Is it your favorite sport? I'm taking shots on the net. Yep. 30 um, days. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow we're going to... Wonderland. Yeah. Oh. So with my friends. I I accidentally signed Mason up for like this really competitive three on three league. I tried to sign him up just for the house league one because Mason like he likes getting out on the ice, but it's not like he's not obsessed, right? And there's kids his age that are just obsessed with hockey. That's like all they want to do is go out there, right? Right. So I signed him up for three on three, but the house league division was full, and uh, I just sent him an email. I was like, hey, can you like get me in? They're like, yeah, no problem. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, his first game is, like, next week, and he's in the rep division. I was like, ah, rep, whatever. Like, for eight-year-olds, doesn't matter. But if it's in a bigger city. It's it's in, yeah, it's and in a bigger Riley city. was nine. Yeah, so it's eight and nine-year-olds, and some of these nine-year-olds are just nuts. Like, they're going to the Brick Tournament, I swear. They're they're oh. insane. Like, you see these highlights from the Brick Tournament, or, like, Bedard just, like, carving people up and stuffing. Yeah. Some of these kids are looking like that out there. Right. And, and Mason, he's still just having fun, right? He's hopping over the lines. He's not always, like, uh, super yeah. focused. <laughs> Anyways, um, so so I wanted to help him and encourage him uh, to be a little more pre- prepared, right, for these these games. Because mm-hmm. how did you feel the first game that you went out, Mason? Uh, scared. A little scared, yeah. Nervous. Yeah. Shy. A little shy. Yep. Uh but then the second, third game, you started to feel a little less shy, a little less nervous. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want. I, I figured if he's a little bit more confident in his shots, his skating, stuff like that, then he'd feel less nervous for these <sighs> games. So what, what was our deal, Mason? If you practice hockey every single day for 30, 30 days, days in a row, in a row, we get to go to Wonderland. And tomorrow's the day. He did it. He did it. Let's go, buddy. And how's your shot, Mason? Uh, it's getting really better. Um, my my third try. Mm-hmm. I got all of them down. Yeah, you he's sniping uh, targets, putting targets up in the net. No and trying way. To shoot them down. That's crazy. I remember when you could barely lift the puck. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember when you could barely lift the puck, Hayden. Same. Yeah, when you joined how, <laughs> when you joined How to Hockey, and I was like, I'll teach you. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, no, but it was actually a lot of fun because he ended up playing with his friends a lot more and practicing with his friends. and Using the sport court, too. The new sport oh, court yeah. has probably been a, a good timing for that, right? Exactly. Yeah. I think we should do the same challenge again over the summer, Mason, once you're off school. We do, like, rollerblade every morning. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be fun, eh? Where did you get that pasta from? The fridge. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mason, oh, Mason Mason's saying you didn't pay my three dollars. I end of the road. <laughs> All right. That's the bio steal from the end of the road, not the fridge. <laughs> uh, let's get going with the draft. Mm-hmm. So Mason, you're going to be the judge of of the draft. Hayden and I are going to draft the best things to barbecue. Now, when we say barbecue, does that count? Like, does smokers count or only barbecue? Barbecue. Yeah, I think because smoking is a whole different beast. Yeah. Yeah. So just barbecue, like grilling. Yeah. Like it could be barbecue grilling. or flame barbecue. Like yeah, you yeah. Know, like doesn't matter which method, but it's it's grilling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are the best things to barbecue? This is Canadian edition. We we draft we uh, barbecue in the wintertime. Are you a winter barbecue guy? Um I used to be, but yeah. in my at my current apartment I don't because there's not there's not anywhere safe to do it that's clear Fair. snow. Yeah. But uh I do love barbecuing year round if I can. Oh yeah. It's like sometimes I'm in there in my flip flops. It's like February twenty below. Yeah. Right? You just scrape the snow off the top. Mm-hmm. Get the, the you know the the food going up on the grill. It takes a little longer because yeah, uh, you gotta you gotta plan a bit more. You gotta get it heated up earlier yeah. if you want to sear something. And and some people are crazy. They'll just like start the barbecue and then it'll melt all the snow off the top of it. Oh, <laughs> that's actually just genius. It takes a little longer but to warm it up. All right, let's do rock paper scissors. Who gets the uh, the first pick? Ready? Yes, right. three. Rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Oh, finally one one. There we go. Hayden with the paper. <laughs> all right, the rock. I get the first overall pick. I'm already losing my top pick here. I see this is this is the challenge, but I think I think we can be really specific, or we can just do one overall category. I don't know. What do you think? Just just, just draft. All right. Number one thing that you can cook on the barbecue, it's got to be steak. It 100. Yeah, it's, and there's all kinds of different ways you can do it. You can marinate a flank steak. You can do a grilling steak. You can do a Ribeye, like there's so many different mm. juicy meats. So you can many cook. cuts. You get the, the yeah. tomahawks, mm. and I think that's what really makes the number one pick. Like it's if, it's so versatile. Yeah, we we can't go the specifics because you could do a whole draft on steaks alone. Oh yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah, and and like that's why steak is number one. I could do a steak a different way every day for a month and not get tired of it. Right. So that's that's the top pick right there. Yeah, I'm glad I got number one. <laughs> you know, and and I'm gonna go in with a real people please, pleaser for my first overall. Uh, you know, not quite as um, expensive as the steak, but every barbecue when you're having company, you're grabbing these and their burgers, mm. right? We can do smash burgers. We can do, you know, a, oh, a lot of different things with burgers and everyone can dress them up the way they want them. Right. Right. So the bur- burgers are my, t- my top pick there. First overall. I like that. 
Aiden. I think I'm I'm gonna go into a, a different oh. uh, animal category here. Oh, okay. Um, and this is the the way that I cook these is very particular, and it's great. I have it through the summer all the time, and that's grilled chicken on the barbecue. Grilled chicken. Okay. I, it's now, basically it's a chicken breast. Okay, you're going chicken breast it's because chicken. I think we do need to break the chicken into different categories because there's you can do wings, you can do drumsticks, you can do the breast, you can yeah do the I, whole chicken right. I do the chicken breast, and I uh, marinate it in, like, barbecue sauce and stuff ahead of time. Oh, yeah. And okay. Then, and or, or, like, sometimes I'll even do, like, a little bit of dill Ooh. mixed in with the barbecue sauce, and, uh, and that gives it a really nice uh, hit of flavor. And this is a game changer when you're barbecuing. If you prep ahead of time, you let it sit, you let it soak, you marinate it. Yes. That's making a difference. Oh, for sure. It's way more flavorful. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the best things to cook on the barbecue, Mason. And you're going to be the judge on who wins. Okay. I probably know. So, my second overall pick, I'm taking rotisserie chicken. Oh, that's why you wanted to split chicken into different. Wait, you got to, right? Or you can also do beer can chicken, you know, you beer mm. can right in there. And I've it, seen that, yeah. Yeah, but uh, a good rotisserie, it's nice because you can get it outside. You're not getting the smoke inside your house. Um, I think that's best to do over the open flame f- with the rotisserie spinner. Yeah, yeah, Because it's yeah. tough to actually do it on, the like, a normal barbecue without burning the edges all the time. No, so we've got, like, the little thing that's built it right into our barbecue. And you can, oh, you can cool. buy the attachments a lot of times, but ours is, like, it came with it. Right. And, uh, yeah, you just plug it in, and it just keeps it spinning. I might have to try that. Spins <laughs> it for, like, an hour, and you get the crispy skin. Mm. You can keep on basting it and stuff like the that. skin's the best part. So, so I'm, I'm going rotisserie chicken for my uh, second overall. A solid second pick. Thank you, thank you. I think for my... This is, this is my third, third pick. It's your third. Fifth overall. Mm-hmm. You already got burgers, and that was definitely on my list. Yeah. But I think to keep things hmm, competitive, <laughs> I need I need a guy that's uh, an easy go-to. It's a bit cheaper than a steak. Um, and that's the, what do you call it? The, um, I, I mean, it's not a steak. It's like a flank. It's like the, the butt. What do you call it? Oh, no, no. It's a butt. The beef cheek. That's what it's called. Beef cheek? Yeah. Have you had those? <laughs> no. It's cheaper than have... steak. Oh. But it's, it's I've had like flank steak, which is like the really thin. But that's on like the top of their butt or something. Oh, I don't know the, the, the locations. Flank, it's like really, it's, it's more fatty and a lot a lot more juicy. Oh, wow. And it's cheaper than a, than getting like a full ribeye or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are, are you saying beef butt? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, it's, it's called beef cheek. Okay, beef cheek. Yeah, I have never had it's this off over. the board, but it's it's I, underrated. Is, yes. Yeah. All right, I'm just gonna come in swinging here for my third overall, and I'm gonna say sausages mm. because those like they're simple. You chuck them on there; they taste delicious. To get that smokiness, so many options when it comes to sausages. Uh, what you can do with them, and also just real real people pleaser. So I'm going sausages with my third overall. Mm, that's a solid pick. <sighs> See. I'm gonna go hot dogs. Okay. Also, you did sausages. I'm gonna do hot dogs. See, I I was debating, and especially like the ju- the jumbo ones, the all beef juicy jumbos or whatever. Those are good. Cannot go wrong with with hot dogs on the grill. Uh, when can I speak out? Oh, you want got something to say, Mason? What are you thinking? No, like, can I do one? You want to do one pick? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, chuck something in there. What's your favorite thing to barbecue, Mason? Mm. Besides burgers and hot dogs, because we already picked those. Okay, so his big yeah. one is yours, but that's fine. Yeah, that's he, great. He's the judge. So he's just agreeing. That being said, Mason, I already picked steak, 
So that means that you should definitely pick me as the winner when we're done this. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what we have so far, Mason. We have uh, steak. We have burgers. We have rotisserie chicken, sausages. Would that be enough? Beef cheese. Oh, that, that would be great. We need, uh, fi- we need to pick five each, though. Is there anything on there we haven't? Oh, actually, no. I have something. Okay. Um, I'm going to go next. My, uh, my fourth overall pick. I'm going to go kebabs. What? Yeah, that's what I picked. The skewers, That's what I was gonna pick. right? Because yeah. then you get the onions, you get some veggies in there. You get uh, the the peppers, the chicken. You can you can really make them any way you want. If if we were just going kebabs, you can throw pork on there. You can throw yeah chicken. Or I've done shrimp as well. Oh, was, there we go. That was literally going to be my next pick. I've, Sorry, Hayden. I, see, I was in between that and hot dogs before, but I was like, I'm gonna go hot dogs. But all right, I should have saved it because you already did sausages, and if you did both, it'd be kind of like. Some people like sausages more than hot dogs. I, w- I w- no, I t- so you wouldn't pick both. I, I'm I'm taking sausages over hot dogs. I just think it's a there's superior, more variety. It's a superior cut right there. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. Yeah. All right. Well, I can't go kebabs, but I'm gonna go another like on the veggie route, and that's just barbecued veggies. Like all oh, grilled barbecue. veggies, grilled veggies, grilled veggies, and Great. you can do it so many different ways. You can do it right on the on the barbecue and get the the burnt, and you can like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pull off the layer of burnt vegetable on the outside, and it's really tender on the inside. Or you can put it in like a cast iron pan with some oil and some yep. seasoning, and that's how I like to do it because it's easier to clean up. See, I think you need those grilled veggies because uh, you got the vegetarians, but also grilled veggies, great teammate. Mm-hmm. They play well with anyone else on the grill. Yeah, they I, round out the roster. Not the star, not the star, but for sure they can play with any any of these and guys. If you, and if you want to go steak with the grilled veggies, you do a little extra onion. Yep. And you let them caramelize a little bit before you put the other veggies oh, in, yeah. and you can throw those on the steak too, and that's really good. Th- this is this is tough for me. You got the last pick. I've got a lot of stars. I did want a, a, a solid teammate like grilled veggies. Now. I, I don't want to go too off the board because I do have a really good grilled Caesar salad, which you just, you take a romaine. You what? Ch- yes. <laughs> I'm not picking it, but I'm just throwing it out there because I, I want Oh, he's, he's naming honorable mentions now. Honorable mention is you, you take a romaine, you slice it in half, you spread a little olive oil and a little balsamic vinaigrette on there, and you grill it quickly, flash grill, and it chars up the outside while adding a little smokiness to it. Huh. And then you, you take that off, you add bacon and blue cheese. It's just so good, but not enough people have had it. I can't pick it right. for, for like uh, a people-pleaser draft. And I, blue cheese? Yeah, blue cheese. <laughs> and I know there's one missing that a lot of people will be calling out if I don't pick it, so I'm going with salmon. Mm. A salmon, a barbecued yes. salmon. Oh, Mason, what do you think about that? Barbecued salmon. I've never tried barbecued. Grilled salmon? No. Mason, That's... I've made salmon for you. <laughs> Ma- Mason. Barbecued. Oh, you just didn't know I barbecued it, maybe. It just shows up on the table. Yeah. He's like, this is delicious. Yeah, what right? is this magic? Um, no, <laughs> That's Mason. a solid pick. Ma- Getting the fish on the board. Aiden's That's turn. important. I already, I'm done. All now. right. So, Mason, I'm going to read both of these lists, and then you're going to tell who has the best food. Can I make an honorable mention? For oh, you? yeah, for sure. Because you got to throw one. Yeah. I'm going um, corn. Oh, corn I forgot. How do you do it? Um, you can do it husks on. Yeah. I think that's the best way. Yeah. 
Um, but you can also do it with that, with the husks off and do it in some like tin foil or something. But I, I've done it with the husks on, and you soak it in water first, so it really saturates it. And oh, then, that's a good tip. Yeah, yeah, because I normally just spray it with water. <laughs> oh, that's that works too. Like you get a spray bottle so it doesn't burn or yeah. whatever. I, I just yeah. throw the cobs in water for like an hour before, mm. and you put them on, and like really steams the insides, cooks it really well. Oh, nice. All right, so Mason, we're yes. gonna read off the list. You tell me who has the best okay barbecue lineup. All right, so Hayden, he's got steak, mm. he's got chicken breast, mm. beef cheek, hot dogs, beef booty, and grilled vegetables. Mm-hmm. Versus my picks: hamburgers, rotisserie chicken. What are you saying? Oh, yeah. Okay, ha- hamburgers, rotisserie chicken, sausages, kebabs. Kebabs are those uh, metal things with like. Um, you stab all the stuff onto it, like uh, vegetables and meat, uh, and then salmon. So, steak, chicken breast, beef cheek, hot dogs, grilled vegetables, or burgers, rotisserie chicken, sausages, kebabs, and salmon. Okay, so Hayden mm-hmm. is A, and Dad is B. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to pick... Drum roll, I don't know if I have yet. B! Ah, oh. uh, my kid picked me. Because I love burgers. It was spring. <laughs> he just saw the burgers. Like, I That's think, my I think pick. Jeremy picked burgers first just because he knew Mason loves burgers. I, I 100% <laughs> would have taken steak, but you, you won the rock, paper, yeah, scissors. True, and, yeah, and Maybe that was the my downfall. I actually won rock, paper, scissors for once, so I couldn't go uh, you, burgers. You got to play it to the judge, <laughs> right? I knew I did yeah. know that. He loves his burgers. Mm. Wait, which for my studio with my friend? Yep. Okay, which buttons do I press? Oh, Mason's talking because he wants to film a, his own video after using our podcast setup. Yeah. I'll teach you after, Mason. Yeah, okay. we're going to start teaching Mason the ways of making uh, content. <laughs> He's getting really interested. He wants to start his own YouTube channel. I'm going to be in the and, middle. Uh, and it helps because you're already famous, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> well, famous? I think he really likes the idea of like just having the stuff on. Like He sees other YouTubers and he wants to like look like them because he's yeah. like, oh, I want the headphones. I need the laptop. Right. Um, <laughs> all the technology. Yeah, he, he yeah. loves tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's about time to technology. start giving you, you know, a little bit of. Uh, we're gonna take. Here. We're gonna take a quick breather and then we'll come back with uh, the other topics we have on the pod. Let's give Mason the mic for for the minute. Mason, do you have anything you want to say? Any topics you want to talk about here? Well, we got you. On yes. This? Okay. Floor is yours. What's your favorite food? Ooh, my favorite food. I'd say a good steak, a real nice steak. It's hard to beat that. Okay. Yeah, I, I like steak. What do you like to do in the morning? In the morning, I I like, I mean, what do I do is I get the kids ready to go to school, make breakfast, uh, clean up anything that I for, didn't have time to clean up at midnight the night before. What I like to do, I like spending a little bit of time with the family, uh, making a nice coffee, and just thinking about uh, like planning my day out. And I get a little bit of work done, and that's that's pretty much. What is you and mom gonna work and make for dinner tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. We haven't really planned that. Um, I think we might just do leftovers tonight, bud. Good old L O. Hayden, what do you like to do in the morning? Yeah, uh, what do you? I kind of like to. I take a while to kind of get the gears going. The days that I go to the gym are are my best days because mm. I'm. I'm up and early going to the gym, and then I get the blood flowing, and I, I kind of am able to think yep. more, reflect more. But on days when I'm just at home, kind of leisure time, I'll, I'll wake up, kind of like sit down, enjoy the 
like look at the sunrise and have a coffee plan out my day i think we need quick answers for mason eh yeah okay hold on i just want to add one more thing um here's what i would love my morning to be and i've always thought about this how great would it be if i wake up at like 6 a.m uh you know do like a cold plunge i don't have one yet but i'm trying to get one (laughs) i'm working on getting a cold plunge installed so it's like wake up uh work out actually first so wake up workout like i would love to work out right in the morning mm. i don't because the kids are always awake and it's like you have to look after the kids if i if i didn't have that yeah so i could just wake up earlier but i usually okay don't go to bed at like 1 a.m hold on mason so wake up workout cold plunge um and then like a little bit of like planning like meditation type of like thinking what we're gonna do today and right. then the kids wake up and then the, the real day starts so mm. maybe i should start waking up at like 5 30 and then doing all these things to really like you gotta first step is is getting to bed earlier what about earlier wake up sleep. earlier yeah. the problem is when i wake up earlier so do the kids so i'm like i'm gonna wake up at six and have my own time no then the kids wake up at six and it's just the the okay. the daily grind started a day hour earlier than it used to right. and I got are you ready sleep. i'm ready buddy Drum roll, please. Okay. And what do you do with your kids at six? At six in the morning? Yeah. Uh, Earlier. Hopefully they're sleeping. Uh, When the kids wake up, I just make you guys breakfast. What else? Uh, Ruh. Hmm? Ruh. 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 Roll. Roll? Ah. Rolla? <laughs> what is ba, this? Rolla ba? Steamroll? What is this? I don't know. He's trying to hint at something. Roll. Rollerblading? Oh, rollerblading. Yes. So, <laughs> thank you, Mason. Now that Mason is not going to school, uh, he dropped out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is the end of school. Like, it is summertime, right? Uh, so we're going to wake up early. I'm going to say, Mason, you wake up because he likes to wake up and just turn on the TV. Right. And and we, we hide the remote so he can't do it. Right. He finds it and turns it on. Right. Yeah. I'm like, Mason, wake up, find me. We're going to rollerblading. So every morning we're going to start every day with some rollerblading. I would love that actually. That'll give me my exercise. There you go. We're going to try that moving forward. I like that. Okay. And cut. All right. (laughs) All right, Mason, you say so. Thanks for coming on the Thank, podcast, Mason. Thanks for joining us, dude. Hayden and I are going to take it from here. Wrap it up. Say something funny. Wait, wait, wait. Do it again. Hard to get him on the spot like that. Yeah, okay. Coconut banana, big banana. All right, that's Love fun. It. All right. All right, well, that was fun. Thank you to Mason for taking time out of his busy schedule to get him on the podcast. <laughs> he has a lot of play scheduled, you know, uh, different friends to meet. YouTube and... videos to film. Yeah, a lot of things to pretend to do. <laughs> so it's nice that he uh, he got on here. I was actually surprised. He did, he did pretty good. He did, yeah. yeah. He's a little more reserved and sometimes, like, shy, but, like, he expressed himself well in uh, in a few moments there. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, let us know if you guys want more Mason on the, on the pod as a guest star. <laughs> yeah, throw, throw some Mason questions out and maybe we'll have them for like five minutes or yeah something. it could be the mason yeah. segment yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Min- Min- minute madness with mason or something <laughs> like that yeah. <laughs> yeah sometimes i'm like i'm just sitting here hoping he doesn't say anything offside yeah <laughs> you know? i'll have to edit it out <laughs> 
sometimes he says the most random things, right? I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't know where that came from, but we'll talk about it at bedtime or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back on to on track. What were what did uh, you want to talk about next? Yeah, we got a whole list of things. Uh, I just thought I'd share a little funny story. So we were talking about gardening. That's uh, you know one of my other hobbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, after doing all the hockey stuff, and then all the kids stuff, and then you know being a husband and doing the husbandry things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have like ten minutes left in the day. Wow. And <laughs> I also just take random breaks. I think it helps me stay focused. Like, uh, if I'm stressed out, mm-hmm. I basically just go outside and, like, Start I Start planting things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll water the plants or something. And then I come back up in the loft. Like, all right, that was my little breather. It's like taking a walk, mm-hmm. you know, like a midday walk, just to clear your thoughts. I do that sometimes. Right. Um, yeah, but but I try to find, you know, 20 minutes here and there to, to plant stuff. Uh, I was killing all the weeds. And I have an approach. So you can spray, uh, you know, chemicals. And I don't like spraying chemicals. Mm-hmm. There is stuff where it's just basically like vinegar and you spray. Uh, oh, yeah. My dad has that stuff. Right. But you got to pay for it. So it's like yeah. 30 bucks to do like, a, you know, a few treat- treatments of it. The other thing that I use is a flamethrower, <laughs> which is very effective. And I think a lot cheaper because like it costs 15 bucks to fill a tank. But is there no fire ban here? It had just rained. It's still a fire ban. <laughs> I, I wasn't having a fire. Yeah, you're just burning things. <laughs> Arguably more dangerous than a controlled fire. It, but it, it did just it, rain. It so. did end out up that way, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um, Actually? So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, before the fire ban, you know, it was fine to use. I think it still is fine technically. So how this thing works, it's basically a flamethrower. I've used it in my... It's a tiger torch. A tiger torch, yeah. Yeah. So it's a torch that hooks up to a propane tank. You carry the propane uh, tank around, and it's just this torch, like a big... We've used it to make... 500,000 BTUs. up the skating trails before, yeah. Yeah, we've used it to like melt ice and melt snow and try to get perfect ice. So we've used it in the YouTube videos, but a lot of people use it to kill weeds. It's so easy. You essentially just pass over just like a over the weed and it's, it's going to die. Right. It's so simple to kill your weeds so fast. Right. So I had a lot to, to take care of. So I'm like, I'm just going to use this. I've used it before. And, uh, we had just gotten wood chips in mm-hmm. like all put in this garden in the back, like mulch mulch. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Probably not a good idea to use a tiger <laughs> torch near the wood chips. But I was like, yeah, I'll just do a quick little pass. Right. No, it was a bad idea. <laughs> so, I, I Open did, flame, I, f- fuel for the fire. <laughs> I did not um, start the entire garden on fire this time. Uh, <laughs> I just, I was like, okay, so uh, I know the limits. Like, <sighs> I usually use it. We have like uh, rocks, especially surrounding the sport court. Mm-hmm. It's all kinds of rocks put out, and there's like little weeds that come up through the rocks, and we have stone, uh, like a stone area d- by the fire pit. Yeah. So I'm like, it's really good there because it's like the, the it's back, all contained. It's yeah. contained. Yeah. It's like I'm just nuking the little weeds that come up through the cracks, the stone. That's fine, right? In this instance, uh, <laughs> we we have these uh, wildfires that are all over, like, Quebec. Not really, a little bit northern Ontario, but they're not really in our area. Mm-hmm. But the smoke is still coming in. Yeah. Right? So you wake up, and it's just hazy. It looks like it's foggy, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's this weird, like, uh, post-apocalyptic sky where the sun is trying to shine through, but it's hazy, but it's not overcast. You look at the weather, it's like, oh, you know, perfect It's a sunny, sunny day. day, yeah. <laughs> but it's not, because all this smoke is just coming in from, like, hundreds of kilometers away. So it was one of those days. Mm-hmm. It had just poured rain. 
So I'm like, it's safe. I'm going to go knock out all these weeds. I don't want to spray. It's And the spray isn't as effective after it rains. Right, because right? it washes away. Yeah, exactly. It's, water. Like, yeah. It's, it's diluted that way. So I'm going to grab this Tiger Torch. I'm sitting there. I'm just like cooking all these weeds, blah, 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 blah. But just rain, no problem, no worries if it's spreading. I've got these cedar trees that I planted. And <laughs> I did not know that the inside of all these, they look nice and green and lush. Mm-hmm. But the inside of these cedar trees are it's just a dead, you know, brown cedar. Yeah. And if anyone knows about that, it goes up real quick. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I thought the whole tree was green and lush. And I I was just kind of like going along the border, the perimeter of this area. And I saw one little weed and it was close to the cedar tree. And I was like, I'll just hit that real quick. <laughs> right? I just I just went over it for like half a second. Mm-hmm. And then I hear like crackling, <laughs> crackling. And I was like, oh no, oh no, no, no. And I look and I see a small flame starting and it's growing very quickly at the very bottom of the cedar tree. And the cedar tree is six feet tall. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, I got to put this out. And it's it's growing pretty quick. So I'm like, uh, uh, like kind of panicking. Yeah. I didn't have anything to put it out. So I like try to blow on it. And that <laughs> obviously. This is like uh, Griswold's family Christmas yes, or something. The yes. tree's gone in two seconds. It did nothing. So I'm like, I need water. So I ran, grabbed a bucket on my way. Luckily, I didn't put my things away. It was a bucket right there. Mm-hmm. Fill up this bucket, and I just hear, I can hear the tree, like this flame <laughs> engulfing was the tree. Was this in the backyard or the front? Yeah, I can show it to you. Uh, the side over here, side. Next, next to the neighbor's house. <laughs> so I start running with this bucket, and I just, de- and by time I get, like I catch sight of this tree again, mm-hmm. It looks like a, a smokestack. It's a chimney. <laughs> it is a vertical flame. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I was like... wondering. I thought Mason was just pulling a fast one on me. Yeah. And he's like, and you burnt the tree. So I take this bucket of water, and I just start at the top, and whoosh, and I put the whole thing out. Oh, my God. It's sitting there smoldering, still crackling a little bit. And at that very moment, as I'm, like, still having a, a minor heart attack, thinking, like, it's going to spread to all these trees. Yeah. And then my house or garage or whatever. It had just rained. So, I, you know, I felt pretty comfortable. It's not going to spread. Uh, obviously, I didn't do it on purpose. Anyways, the neighbor comes out. <laughs> and she did not see it happen, I don't think. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my gosh. She's like, that the smoke is really coming. Like, she... <laughs> She thought it was from the she, she thinks from it's Quebec. The smoke from Quebec. She she just walks out on her back patio and she's like, "Oh wow!" She's like, "That you, you can really see that. You can taste the yeah, smoke. It's, like, it's really strong today, right?" And I'm just like with a bucket of water in my hands, and the thing is still like smoldering next to me. You can hear like, you can hear as the exactly. trees fizzing out. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, this is a bad day for it. It must be the the fire must be pretty close." <laughs> In fact, I think it spread. It's, it jumped to my... Yeah, to this I don't know what happened. The ashes came down and my cedar tree was on fire. Yeah, yeah. And then I walk away with a propane tank and a... <laughs> anyway, so Did that... Did you offer to take care of her weeds? Yeah, yeah. You want me to go after your weeds? Yeah. So that was a, an eventful thing that happened over the... the things that happen when I'm not here. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show you the tree. It's like black on the inside. I hope that it, it comes back and doesn't just die. Oh, God. Good luck. Yep. Yep, guarding mishap. Uh, another big thing that happened, uh, international news, uh, the Ocean Gate. Mm, yeah. Like, that was all over TikTok. Yeah, I uh, went down the rabbit hole in that, like, past few days. <laughs> so. Uh, pretty tragic. The, yeah, it's uh, terrible. Five people basically liquefied. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I mean, I am learning a lot about ocean pressures. I know. At- atmospheres, implosions, mm-hmm. how the body reacts, stuff like that uh interesting stuff yeah uh terrible that it happened 
but uh, there's a lot of like twists, and 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 some people are saying like, oh, like why is all the focus on this? Why is all the news on this? Just how things work in the news, mm -hmm. layers. The more layers you can add to something, the more interesting it is. Yeah. Right. Imagine this situation. Um, you've got a boat crash. You've got a plane crash. You've got a submarine crash. Wow, what a great day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to add some context here. Okay. A boat crash is, is a lot more common, I think. Yes. Right? A plane crash is less common. Still interesting. If a plane crash happens, mm -hmm. right, it's it's more newsworthy. Right. I think... A submarine, yeah. the fact that it's missing, that the people might still be alive, that there's a countdown. Yeah, there's like a that. narrative because there's a potential for... It's, it's dr dramatic. It's like when those kids in Thailand were trapped in the cave, and everyone's like, are they going to find them? And it's like a countdown, and people want to know, are they okay? And what happened? And like, there's a chance that there's... Right? It screams Netflix documentary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so we've got that, but then you've got the layers. They're billionaires. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is... That's different. Yeah. Right? Oh, they were going to the, to the Titanic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now there's another Now it layer. opens up a whole narrative about the, the Titanic. and The yeah. CEO of the company that invented the sub is on it. There's another layer. It's like all these mm -hmm. interesting layers get stacked on. It makes things more newsworthy, more spreadable, more shareable, more things to talk about, right? And different experts chime in. Everyone has their opinion. Yeah. Theories. So I, I won't go into the politics because people for sure are outraged that there wasn't any media attention on the, uh, the ship that went down in the Mediterranean. Mm -hmm. But... The other thing is, it was that's in a different ocean, right? You've got the the Navy SEALs, uh, you know, you've got the U, the Coast Guard, you've got the Canadian military. They're all there. They have ships in that this ocean that can make it there, right? Everyone's in that proximity. I mean, right? Who, who's helping the Mediterranean? Italy, you know who? Yeah, like, <laughs> there's a lot more resources close to where this happened. Um, and there's a lot to be said about uh, society and this and that, mm -hmm. the, the the media and what they're covering, uh, the outpouring. Like you had a great point actually. So for that migrant ship that went down, mm -hmm. there should definitely be a GoFundMe. I really liked your idea. <laughs> should we even say this on the <laughs> podcast? I'll I'll say it, but I'm not proud of it. I just it was a, a quick joke that I thought of. There's a lot of jokes out there about this. Yeah. I guess yeah, I wouldn't be the worst joke, but basically, I I just said to Jeremy when we when the news broke that the they were assumed dead. Yes, or whatever. It was I, pretty I was, much written. It was like yeah, yeah, like yeah. everyone pretty much knew. But shortly after that happened, I I look over to Jeremy. We're in the office. So I was like, so are they going to start a GoFund us? Yes, a reverse GoFundMe. <laughs> If a billionaire passes, it's so distasteful, and I feel guilty, oh, but it's funny. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like you got to say it because yeah. it's great. GoFundMe is amazing, uh -huh. and and to be fair, there almost is a reverse GoFundMe when billionaires pass. It, people die. Okay, it happens. Yeah, it's a, it's a part of life. It happens. Sometimes it's tragic, and you know, but it happens. So. There is a kind of a reverse GoFundMe. A lot of these billionaires have signed up to just give away all their money. When they pass, like they're giving away like 99%. I, I think uh, right. Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and uh, Zuckerberg, they all signed this agreement mm -hmm. that that's what they're going to do when they pass. They're, it's a reverse GoFundMe. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But it goes to like charities and stuff, and, which yes. is great. Yes. It's not an email that but comes like, to your spam folder of yeah. your, your Hotmail account. So are all the <laughs> charities, when they hear this news, they're like... Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Oh, yeah, that would be so bad. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was. Is there a, rever a reverse GoFundMe? Yeah, GoFundUs. GoFundUs. <laughs>
Uh, I just wanted to say uh, the the material that this sub was made out of. That I mean, was the, the whole science behind it is interesting to me too. I was diving down in that. So <laughs> diving down in that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you're. Um, it's made of composite. Yeah, it's like a, th- a mixture of, of yes. materials. So th- these guys made a sub that is supposed to withstand incredible amounts of pressure, and they decided to make it a composite. And I am not an engineer, a, a submarine expert, but I've played enough games of hockey to know if you want something to not explode, do not make it out of composite, <laughs> Okay. My composite sticks that are 350 bucks cannot withstand a, a light slash from a men's league player before exploding on the next shot. Okay, so, so don't don't make the sub out of composite. I could have told him that. Yeah, so I I saw a few TikToks on that, and that, that that's the main reason. Yeah, um, it delaminates. It's like it got micro cracks. Their theory basically is like composite is actually a lot stronger than, strong. than metal. Yeah, in certain scenarios. Yeah. And from internal pressure out, yes, it's great. way stronger. Yeah, but the the external pressure in, yeah, it wasn't built to go for multiple dives properly. Basically, no, yeah, it's great if you yeah. if it's disposable, or you know, if you want to get a new sub every uh, year, like my hockey sticks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if, if once it explodes, you just don't go you the do, store. you just go in a subway and. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you just want to drop, a, you know, a cool five hundred bucks on your on your next uh, stick every, every six months, maybe two. As right? a billionaire, I guess it's comparable. It's, it's comparable, right? <laughs> oh, my sub exploded! I gotta get a new one. Oh, I need a new PlayStation controller. I, the, the problem is, it's uh, it's a little different. There's people inside, so so maybe don't build it yeah. at a composite. Or like, don't bring people along with you if you're like, yeah. Like James Cameron, I saw a thing on him, and that, if you haven't seen the James Cameron uh, interview. You have to watch it. It is the best. I w- I've watched stuff coming on CNN and this and that, different interviews, different experts. James Cameron is a guy. And I was laughing. He comes up on the screen. I'm like, what's this d- Titanic director? What does he know about submarines? No, he knows He knows all. more than most people. He is part <laughs> of the, the deep submersible community. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing I learned. There, it's not a submarine, technically. It's mm-hmm. called a submersible. Oh. And there's a huge difference, apparently. Because a, sub, a submarine is a sandwich? And <laughs> no, I, I, I actually, I don't know what the difference is, but everyone kept commenting, and there was people... Oh, now everyone's videos. an expert. It's, it's a comments. submersible. It's a not submersible. a submarine. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't care that much. Uh-huh. It's, it's a sub that it's a marine vehicle. It's a submarine. <laughs> yeah. That's how, no, it doesn't matter to me. Okay, no. it's a submersible, though. Sure, we can yeah. agree on that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll accept it. Anyways, what were you saying about James Cameron? Oh, I was just saying that uh, he said in his interview that he wouldn't have taken passengers on his thing no no because basically there's safety precautions and all this stuff and you have to go through the proper regulations yep um but if it's just yourself you're assuming that risk or whatever and it's the ones that he's gone down to the titanic and all that stuff he built his own our one-man pods he he built his own one-man pod he went to challenger deep which is like five times deeper than this yeah and also there were people competing to go as deep as he was and he was in a competition Mm -hmm. he told them do not make that sub out of composite yeah and like he was very adamant, like it's it's inferior. So the fact that this happened, yeah, some people messed up. They they Definitely. they should ask me. Don't make it a composite. Look at my hockey sticks. Right? Yeah. I'm just saying. And <laughs> the, the the whole there was another guy that broke down the science behind what happens to a body at that. Pressure. Oh gosh, yeah. Let's not go down there. It's it's, uh, it's all that you need wow. to know is that it's it happens so fast that your brain can't even comprehend that yeah. it happened. Yeah. But what a lot of people were saying is that 
they had to have known that something was wrong because they had dropped the the weighted bags. Yes, they probably heard the noise. They were trying to get like ascend, yeah. but by the time it happened, like it was too late. It's it's like when your stick is about to break. Oh, it's not, it's not feeling yeah. right. It's you not can hear a little right. crack, and you're like, oh, next oh. snapshot, it's mm-hmm. done. This one's done. <laughs> this one's done. Yeah, you couldn't get to the bench in time. No, so essentially, it's it's the same thing. The same way that a stick, a hockey stick, breaks. You take that slash. It gets that micro break in it, yeah, and then it weakens it, and then it compounds. Mm-hmm. It gets worse and worse. If you can't fix that micro break, then you, it's over for your stick, right? Yeah. Same thing that James Cameron said about the subs. It, it delaminates. It it's like every dive, it gets weaker and weaker and weaker until eventually yeah. you, there's just no stopping it. It's like no. if you're on a breakaway, you're gonna trust a brand new stick or the one you've been using for three years. I just skate to the bench. I swap. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll move on from that. Topic. Moving on, let's we wanted to talk about it because it's relevant in. Oh yeah, it's like everything stuff. right now, and it's interesting. Yeah, uh, condolences to the families involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, I don't think they listen to our podcast, but let's just no. Still but be it's good to put that energy out. Put there. the energy out yes. there. Yep. Uh, Next up, NHL draft coming up. Yeah, tomorrow. So when this podcast comes <laughs> out, yes. Listen, I, I hope you're listening to this podcast instead of watching the draft. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for, for me, uh, Bedard's number one. There's no question there. Yes. That's that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the most interesting part of the draft is Matt Gay Mitchkov. And we will talk about Bedard. Matt Vay Mitchkov. Matt Vay Mitchkov. This kid is just insanely skilled Russian player. Mm-hmm. He's been kind of flying under the radar because Russia is banned from every international tournament. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't been on the main stage in the last couple of years. He's also signed a pro contract. He's eight when he I think he was 17 years old. He signed a pro contract to make a million a year. So when he's 17 in the KHL. In the KHL. Yeah. yeah. So he's already under contract. I don't know how that affects his draft ranking. If other teams can even draft him, do, do then they have to pay money to that KHL team to buy him out to get him on the NHL squad? No, he has to buy it out himself. I think the KHL it's like personal contract. So if he wanted uh-huh. to leave, he has to buy it out. But so basically it's, if not he gets, it. it's not worth it. If he gets drafted, it's not worth it until he can no. come into the league and make more than the entry-level contract. Yeah, because the entry-level contract, what is it, 850 Something like that. But Maybe normally, signing top bonuses. draft picks get signing bonuses and performance bonuses. Right. And that's like a whole thing with uh, Mitch Marner that was th- like the family was salty about because they didn't give him his performance bonuses. Did he reach them? Yeah. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so this is the biggest wild card for me. Uh, this is going to, because I feel it should be Bedard, probably Fantilli, mm-hmm. and then I'd say Mitchkov, and maybe even Mitchkov, like... He, he should be top five. He's a top five guy, for sure. Like, he, in terms of talent and potential ceiling. If he was on the main stage and performing, like, in these international tournaments, mm-hmm. then he, he he would have a pitch for second. Yeah. Like, um, last year, it was... Is it going to be Bedard or Mitchkov? Which these guys are going to go first overall? Right. But now he's kind of slotted in like the fifth spot. Well, I think the biggest um, hindrance for teams to pick him is that they don't know when he's going to be able to even exactly. come over and play. But I, I personally believe that one of these teams in the top five picks is going to take a swing on and be like, we don't care if he can't play for two years. Yeah. Like or three years even. It's like yeah. chances are he's going to be better than the next guy anyway. Right. So he'll develop in Russia, come over in a few years. Yeah, like he'll be like it's kind of a smart Kaprizov play. or Panarin. Yes. Or... Yeah, Kaprizov and Panarin, wow, yeah. what great pickups. Like he could be easily that. I, f- I picture him being like a mix between like a Stutzla, Stutzla mm. and um, 
like a Zegris in terms of like flair. He, he's like a, a Pavel Bure style. Like a, he loves to score goals. I he, forget. Is he a really good skater too, or is he just kind of like? No, he, he's he's got great hands. Um, I don't really know. I remember like, him for his hands, not his yeah, skating. But gr- great hands, and he's not scared. Like he'll do weird stuff out right. there. You know, like he he's likes. Not afraid to experiment. Exactly. That's why. I, that's creative, why. I, uh, creative player. I make him or compare him to the likeness of Zegris. Yeah. Because like he's not afraid to push the limits on like what you can do in a game. Yeah. But then he's got the like just playmaking and stuff that Stutzla has. So you think he's going fifth? You think he's going fourth, third? I think. I think I, I need th- to. We need to have a look at the. I'll, I'll tell you. Picking. So it's oh, which team is? Which drafting. team's picking? Yeah, that's true. Because like if it it's going to come down to who's willing to make the pick and take the risk and not have a top draft pick that can even be in American or or Canadian soil for the next like two years. Fair. So it's gonna it's got to be someone with like a lot of cap room that doesn't really care. They're just trying to be good in like a few years. Yes, um, I'm trying to bring it up here. I would say, yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like, do they do they want like a guaranteed guy right now, mm-hmm. right, or are they willing to wait? Well, most likely they want a guy that they can start putting in their development. Yeah. Right away, right? Like getting in in their camps, getting them playing for their AHL affiliate if they need to, or even if they're if they prove to be good at a training camp, they can throw them in in the NHL if their team doesn't have a deep roster. Okay, we got the list here. So uh, Blackhawks, Chicago, take, Bedard, yeah. Bedard, yeah. Oh, Anaheim Ducks or t- second. Fantilli, Fantilli to the and Ducks. Zegers, yeah. And then the see, Blue like Jacks. Columbus, I could see them taking a swing. I would like I would like the Ducks to grab Leo Carlson. Because he is such a beauty, mm. and they will be stacked with personality with Zegris and, oh my gosh, and Leo yeah. Carlson. Leo Carlson is hilarious. He reminds me of Puliarvi. He's yeah, like Puliarvi, like just real funny, like quick witted. Yeah, like uh, yes, yeah, smart, happy smart. go lucky type of guy. Uh, when I was talking about the combine, Brian, he said that his uh, best asset is his hockey sense. Right. right. A lot of these guys said skating, shooting, whatever. He's like my hockey sense. I would say is like the my my top. Right asset and like obviously that's that's what you need to, mm-hmm. to perform for sure. But yeah, I think they're gonna go Fantilli for the Ducks. Yeah, uh, Blue Jackets. Then we would they take Mitchkov? I I could I could see it, but I think they especially is is Torts their coach now? Hmm. I think so. I think he is. Yeah. Um, I could see them like drafting like try to get like a bigger guy less someone less creative they're like we don't want to bring because they they're full-on torts plan now yeah and torts isn't known for dealing with stars well all right so it's Fantilli or leo carlson like, but the, the next two though san jose or montreal i could see either of them taking a swing on yeah mitchkov to, I, I could see uh san jose taking them well like they're not going to be good for the next little while montreal has a good lot of good young players and yeah. they could be in their prime right at the perfect time when mitchkov could come over or, or do you think the ducks take mitchkov I, I, I doubt that. it. I see. I think Fantilli is like in any other year, he would be the f- number one prospect. Th- that's the thing. He's really solid, really dependable. You can count him on. They've they've met him. I don't even think. Did he win the Hobie Baker? Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't think I don't even think Mitchkov went to the combine, right? So it's right. like the, he's just basically he's, a, he's an unknown. He's, he's like an a, unknown. He's a gamble, a gamble. in it's terms of like the front offices are concerned, right? Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean like everyone's saying oh, I, the the one that he's probably going to end, end up at if he drops is Washington at eight. Just because of the like the oh my gosh, if he goes to Washington, that'd be unreal. Yeah, well, that's the narrative that everyone's talking about, and I could see that happening, but I just don't see him dropping to eight. Like someone's gonna take a stab on him. Like everyone he drops, it's like infinitely more likely that they're gonna. He's not going eighth. I'd say what's the lowest he goes. The NHL's history is that they like good players. They don't care about the off ice stuff. Fair. (laughs) They're like 
so like they're like, oh, if he's gonna be a better player in the future, let's just take a chance on him. Yeah. So so let's let's what's the lowest he's go is fifth. Lowest he goes is fifth. Like okay. he's I not getting so. past Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty. Who's who's picking sixth? Uh, and seventh. Let's see. We got Washington's eighth. Arizona at sixth and uh, Flyers at seventh. Yeah. So he's not he's not making it to eighth for sure, and I think he gets picked in the top five. Yeah, Montreal Canadiens would be pretty crazy, but like, that, well, that's the other thing. He he feels like he's kind of in control. He actually did a pretty smart move. He made a million bucks at seventeen, yeah. and all these guys are in the OHL like making nothing. Right. He's making a million bucks at eighteen. Right. He's gonna make a million bucks at nineteen when like other players, depending on where they get drafted. Yeah. They're and, like not... you don't have to perform well. No. You don't have to be like I gotta hit every performance bonus nope. or I'm not gonna make more than a million bucks. And and <laughs> if if you say he goes like fifth overall, mm-hmm. right, but then doesn't get like even put on an NHL team, he's playing in the AHL. Then yeah. he's not going to hit his performance bonuses and all that stuff, right? Right. So he's just going to make league min, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, I guess by time, uh, like, can, can he choose not to get drafted? Some guys have done that, have they not? Uh, uh, but I think he is. He's entered in the draft. I think you can, but then yeah. so, some guys who who did that? Um, uh, Jimmy Vesey. Well, a lot of guys just go undrafted, and then they can. No, he did it on sign. purpose. He's like, no, I don't want to be drafted. I'm going to play NCAA. I'm right. Gonna play. I'm going to play. I think university. if you're playing college hockey, then yeah, you can. Hockey, but yeah. like, if you're in the OHL or like overseas, you don't really have a an option. Like, if you don't want to get drafted, that's then interesting, can, eh? Yeah. Like, but if you're playing like university or college hockey, you can say like, no, I'm going to play that. I'm going to stay. Yeah. Because J- J- Jimmy Vesey. That's Vesey's the only leverage they have. Yeah. Who's Vesey? Oh, Jimmy. VC? VC. Okay. VC, sorry. He did that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And then he just he just picked the team he wanted to go I to. I thought you were talking about like some old guy. <laughs> no, no, no. The, right. it, he, he basically just played university, and then he got to choose whatever team. He interviewed. Everyone wanted him. They were all like crazy for him. Now he's just vanilla. That's right. That's <laughs> right. All right, so Bedard in the draft. He's going first overall. Yeah. Uh, Chicago just got Taylor Hall. Mm-hmm. Here's my take. Taylor Hall is going to have a breakout season. He's, he's putting 40. He's scoring 40 goals. He's not scored 40 goals in a season. He's going to do it with Bedard as his line mate, and half of those goals are going to come in the power play. You think so? I mean... It's I a hot be- take. It's a hot take because I do feel maybe Bedard has a bit of a slow first season. I, it's possible, but he's yeah. so electric. Mm-hmm. He's such a smart player that I think it doesn't really matter. Like People talk about his size, right? And Jack he, Hughes... He's pretty big. He's 5'10". Like not tall, but he's 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 thick. thick. Yeah, 185 pounds, weighs as much as I do, and he's a few inches shorter. Yeah, and he is cut. Like the guy works out. He's strong. He's a strong kid. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Jack Hughes had a little. He took a little bit of a warm up. You know, a few seasons to kind of get. Yeah, he's heating up now. Same, same with Mitch Marner. The Devils are gonna be nasty. Yeah, oh yeah, they're gonna be a good team. Yeah. So, do you think that happens with Bedard? I think it could, but if it doesn't, and and he finds his stride. He is just like he's so good at finding the ice and and you know, kind of manipulating or seeing things happen. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be his real strong suit. Maybe in his first year, he's not going to be a dominant player, but he's still going to be a smart player. You can't take that, take that away from him. Yeah, he sees the game really well. He makes moves quick and, and he makes quick, good passes, smart plays. Exactly, and he's nasty with the, his shot. Chicago too. has no other option. They have no one. Yeah, Anthony Sioux is their their top guy with like forty points last season. Mm-hmm. Right, so who else are they going to use? They have to use Bedard. Do you think Bedard's going line one? Yeah, yeah, like they'll throw him on the first line, first game of the who season. Who else do they have? They don't have a top line center. They're a top line center. They traded away. Right. Who do they have? They had Max Domi. He's gone, well, and they have Patrick. Jonathan Kane. Taves is is he retiring? Taves done. Yeah, yeah. 
So they have no one. They have no one to put on that first line. So I'm they're going to put him, yeah. They have to. And um, then I guess Taylor Hall is the natural. Next. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they don't have Hall and Bedard on the same line to start the season. But then on the power play, like you said, maybe he bangs in some goals with Bedard so there. That's, that, that could happen. but Because I, like, th- I could see them putting Bedard with a couple other younger guys on like a second line. Well, so I, that's where I think Bedard is going to flourish is on the power plays because he's going to have a little extra space. Right. You know, put him out there wheel around mm-hmm. and just set guys up and that's what he's going to do right and, and that's why where taller hill all comes in right banging in those backdoor passes from Bedard. yeah it, it basically like, i think but i think uh taylor hall will have like a like 35 point okay. season i'm just calling 40 because i want to go big like four you said 40 goals 40 goals i think 35 points come on in the whole season yeah, ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous. No, he's 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 uh, slowing down. Nah, nah, he just hasn't found his his. He chemistry. played with the most experienced like lines in Boston, and even on the power play, nah, he, he got he got pushed down. Nah, he just Marchand, Pasternak, like and uh, like Taylor Hall is a second liner. Yeah, he just I don't see him putting up forty goals. It, it, who else do they have? Like he's gonna, and he doesn't set up a lot of plays either. Like I could see him getting Here's like his chance, twenty five goals and like 10, 15 assists, so like thirty five to forty points. He goes to Boston, he's suppressed, right? He, this is his chance to shine. I, I think he's gonna come through. You think so? I I think he's shown time and time again that he doesn't come through it's, when the pressure's just like your your uh, take is the most logical. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the most sense. But there's a chance, right? So you're just your actually your take is like betting all on Bedard to basically make Taylor Hall look like a good player again. Yes, that's essentially it. And I just yeah. don't see it. Like I, I don't even know if they're gonna play together all year. Like uh, we'll find out. Like maybe maybe towards the end of the season they they link up and then and then Taylor Hall starts potting in goals. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of forty goals for happen. Taylor Hall. Is a there big... it goes. You, you heard it here. <laughs> uh, right. No no special jerseys in the NHL. What's your take on that? Oh, for the warm-ups. Yeah, warm-ups. Yeah, they, they eliminate. I think that's just a – I mean, are you really surprised that the NHL is do- doing that? They're like, oh, it's a distraction? Okay, yeah, we'll just take it out. Yeah. Six players dictating what the league is doing. It's it's quite interesting because it, they took an all-or-nothing approach, right? They, they, they essentially – they didn't want to do the pride jerseys anymore. That that's got to be the answer. Like they just didn't want to do the pride jerseys, and like, well, then we have, if we can't just say no to that, otherwise we're going to look really bad. So we have to take them all out, otherwise to make it fair. Well, so yeah, there's that aspect of it that no specialized jerseys for warmest altogether, yeah. because they can't just target one thing because that was the, obviously the pride night jerseys was the biggest that's distraction, the, as the NHL says. Yep. But what I'm disappointed in is that it's six players. Yeah. And what they could have said is that if you're gonna t- if you're gonna um, opt out of these nights and these jerseys and warmups, then you're not allowed to go out for warmup. Oh, fair. Like, okay, yeah, we're not gonna force anyone to do anything, but you don't get to go out for warmup. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> you know? I, I like the idea where you just let the players pick. Let, let them choose support. Yeah. Like, well, have that's... have a special um, night. Mm-hmm. Where the player gets to pick who what they want to back. Yeah. Right. So, so if you want to do military support, you do military. If you want to do, you know, the, the veterans, same thing. I think I guess. that's distracting. Veteran. Like or like not distracting in a bad way, but it can just be too messy. Yeah. Yeah. What I is. what I it see is. is a a way through this, and what I hope players do, like the ones that are truly want to support these causes and aren't yep. just going with the flow. Yeah. 
on those nights because they'll still have them. They'll still have Pride Night. They'll still have Military Appreciation Night. Just no jerseys? There's just no jerseys in warm-up. Oh, so they're, they're yeah. still having, the, like, the clubs individually can have those I nights. See. Yeah. So what I hope happens is that players will opt to use, like, the Pride tape or, like, the mm. put an emblem on their, on their jersey or whatever. It's yeah. not a different jersey, but they're, like, representing – that and you really see who the true supporters are yeah so, so my take on that is that it, it, it rings a little empty if you're just okay put this on well are the players really supporting the cause right they're just they're just doing their, their job right they're just wearing the jerseys yeah so but it, i, I it don't means think more if like the, it does mean more but the point isn't about those specific they're not really causes even yes it's just making everyone feel welcome exactly. at a hockey game yeah, yeah and i remember talking about this at length with chippy <laughs> yeah and and like getting heated about it yep but it's like it's not even about like whether or not you support that it's just is everyone welcome to come watch hockey yep. and it's like if you can't get behind that what are you even doing in the nhl like you want people to come watch that's how you make your money yeah you're an entertainment business yeah so it's like to take it out i feel like the nhl is just giving in on something that they shouldn't that they didn't need yep. to i think they should just encourage the players to you know uh support what they believe in on their own time right like Post on your Instagram. Well, they obviously they obviously do that, but it's like it have like special suits made up for them when they walk into the arena or something like that. Yeah, but that's a cop out. It's like saying no. Okay, well if you like it, if you want to do it so much, why don't you do it on your own time? It's (laughs) like, but the NHL needs to take a stance that we support everyone coming to these games. We want everyone to be a a integral part of the hockey community and watching games and enjoying the game. Yep. By taking it out just because it's and saying it's a distraction. Yeah. The distraction thing doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, okay, yeah, maybe it was a distraction because of certain players, but it's like they were the ones causing the problem, not... Well, let, <laughs> let's be honest. It's not because of a distraction. It's just because they got sick of... Dealing with dealing it. Dealing with yeah. it. they just like, I, I don't I don't want to deal with this. It was a distraction for them. Yes. For the league to have to um, appease everyone and yeah. try to hear from everyone and then plan all the teams. Like, you know what? This is too much work. It's we too just, much work. We need a new commissioner. Ah. Like, get Batman out of here. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's a owner pleaser, but like yeah. a lot of the stuff he does isn't even like good for the game. Like the only thing he's done good is expansion teams. Yeah. Like and even that, it's like anyone like you put any other commissioner in there, they could have done that too. Yeah, it's it's a very it's like an old boys club. Yeah. It really is. It's an old boys club, so it could use a little bit of shake up, get uh fresh. Get Ryan Ryan Reynolds as a league commissioner. Oh, that would be unreal. Get him to do some interesting <laughs> creative stuff. Oh wow. my gosh, yes. I, I bet you actually if if something like that happened, uh NHL the the stock would skyrocket. My it would be gosh. watched by everyone. It I seriously think with something like really creative, uh, clever, like someone behind the steering wheel like that, it, it would just grow the game so much. I guess the problem is is that someone like Ryan Reynolds has too many other things oh, going yeah, on. Oh, yeah. He can't ded- – you need someone that's like 100% dedicated to only doing that. Yes, of course. Yeah, this yeah. is just a, a sort of a – in a multiverse yeah. scenario here. <laughs> in another reality. Yeah, yeah. because like – and what is the most important thing? Maybe uh, it's, it's there's a lot of business stuff that's boring. There was uh, Netflix uh, documentaries that have done on golf and on NASCAR. And mm. apparently – Full swing. Full and swing. Drive to survive. There yeah. you go. You got them. Apparently, like, it just skyrocketed the uh, interest in these sports. Yes. People just, like, new fans. And I I was at a party talking about it, and and everyone who had watched the NASCAR one are now NASCAR fans. Yeah. They they watch the races and stuff. It's Well, it's just a way to enthrall you into the drama of what makes each sport good, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't see those and you don't see the characters, the players. Yes. 
or whatever the personalities. Yep. Then how do you market it? Right? it exactly. It gives you something to care about. Yeah. And you you're more interested and invested in the story and the people and mm-hmm. you know how everything plays out. So then you're cheering for someone. Yeah. And that's what I was just thinking. It's like, oh, if you get a guy like Ryan Reynolds, you know, behind the steering wheel or that type of like idea. Yes. Think more things like that, you know, Netflix documentaries about the NHL and like really creative marketing campaigns right. and f- like just making it more fun mm-hmm. right? and more fun and interesting and, and um, characters that are involved in personalities involved. Yeah, like the well, Leafs all or nothing yeah. series was great, but that's just for one team. We yeah. need that basically for yeah. the entire league. Yep. And like through the draft, like the the drama of like new players getting drafted versus the players that are pushing for the end of their career. Like yeah. you can have all these different episodes where it's focusing on different phases of the NHL and like mm-hmm. different players in their prime, different teams. Like you can do a whole episode on the Leafs and their like history of oh, struggling to lot. win. Like you can learn and like guys like us that only really watch the Leafs, we could learn more about the nuances of like what each other team values and yeah. The fan base, what their their thoughts are, all that's like you could do a whole like five seasons on they it. They could like, invest yeah. a lot. So think of it like Netflix invests so much in the content for mm-hmm. their platform. Yeah. Imagine the NHL investing in content to um get more people involved and, yeah. and tell the stories of yeah, the and league. start utilizing uh content creators yeah. like yourself a little bit more. I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on to I mean I have been working with the uh NHL a little bit, but yeah, it's uh it's There's definitely more that could be done. They could do a lot more. They could have a whole like campaign, like um, process to involve like the community and cr- creators. Oh yeah, they could they could involve content creators a lot more. Yes, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I saw was uh, Jokic, Jokic. Oh, the, the, the NBA player. Yeah, yeah. He at the parade. At the, no, so the first one was when he his championship speech. He's doing a press. Oh conference. yeah, you you're ta- you're going way back before that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't talked about the pod. Right. Hilarious. They are the, the press is asking him, Oh, how do you feel about uh, you know winning the championship? You know, it must be filled with emotions, it must be so exciting. Yes, job is done. Now I go home. And then that's his answer. And then they're like, They're also said, Um, and how do you feel? Are you excited for the parade? Yeah, and, and he, he looks over to his agent, and he's like, There's a parade. When's parade? W- when parade? <laughs> Th- Thursday. He's like, oh, I wanted to go home. Like, he's rubbing his yeah. eyes like he's being tortured. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's just like, for him, it's just like another day on the job. Yeah. You never would see that from an NHL player. They're always so excited. Childhood dream, this and that. I just think it's hilarious. And I think a lot of NBA players are that way as well. Like, they are excited in his childhood dream. But this guy, he's just like, yes, I punch in, punch out, play basketball, win championship, go home. I need to see kids. Yeah. <laughs> but then... uh at the parade, this is what I thought you were going to bring up. No, no, that was awesome too. It's the, it's the end. It's the ending to this, which is just so like so perfectly yeah. funny. He's at the parade, and it, obviously it's a big party. He probably didn't understand what the actual parade was going to be. Yeah. And he's like, they're all drinking. He's having a good time, and he's like, I know I said that I didn't want to be at parade, but I like the parade. Yeah, like, <laughs> I like parade. Yeah, <laughs> but I want to be here at the parade. That was great. <laughs> yeah, like. Oh, it's just it's just so funny. Just another day. You know, he's just he's just working. He's just working. Yeah. Can't wait to go home. Clock in, clock out, clock out. play basketball for work. So, so going from the uh oh actually we're still on the NBA. Yeah. Uh the first overall pick, Victor Webanyama. I'm just saying it really quick. You're saying it really quick. Webanyama. I, I don't know basketball well enough to correct you. <laughs> so, so he is the Connor Bedard of the NBA. Okay. Uh taken first overall in the draft. Mm-hmm. 
He's seven foot four or something ridiculous. Like oh, this. they're taking him because he's like super tall. He is an athletic phenomenon, mm. right? Going first overall, like he must be one of the most athletic people in the world right now. So he gets to throw the first pitch in Major League Baseball. Mm. One of the games, I don't know what team it was, right? He's up there on the mound. He's got the ball, opening pitch, right? Ceremonial pitch. Yeah. He goes to throw it. It looks like he's throwing the ball with his wrong hand. You know that weird, like, awkward, yeah, like <laughs> you, you, you step with the wrong foot. He, like, shot puts it 30 feet to the right. <laughs> and just the, he looks like Bambi, like a newborn baby deer. Like, trying like to, who is this guy? <laughs> it, and I'm like, because I was watching with this sound off, and I don't know anything about this guy. Yeah. And I'm just watching this guy throw this pitch. And I was like, oh, like, why is this guy there? Not like he's not an athlete. You're like, oh, he must be like from Silicon Valley or something. I, yeah, I had no idea, right? And then I look, and it's like projected first overall pick. I was like, are you kidding me? How how does someone who is an athlete not know how to throw a ball? Is is that normal? Because I think hockey players can play any sport. Most can. I can throw a ball. I can kick a ball. I can bounce a ball. I can do like a little bit of basketball. I'm not great at these things, mm -hmm. but it doesn't look like I've never even done it once in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I, I said this uh, to you when you first saw that yep. clip. I think that the difference with hockey players is a lot of them grew up playing every sport. Yeah. Because you're like hockey is a very expensive sport. Yeah. So if you're playing it growing up, it often means that you have the means to play other sports too. And yep. hockey isn't often a year-round thing. Yeah, it's winter. You do that in the winter. It's you do mostly summer, winter, summer. especially in Canada. Yep. So that's why you get good at other sports because it's, you played it growing up. You grew. You had the muscle memory. You're throwing snowballs. You're throwing uh, yeah. baseballs. Like you're playing other sports in the summer. I I just so. feel like if someone's athletic, they should be competent in most other sports. Like it just kind of carries and transitions. It, it's just so astounding to me. And especially in basketball, like sometimes you throw the bat, like if you do a long like pass, mm -hmm. right? You, you might like, like kind of do the same motion, a similar motion. Maybe he just was nervous and maybe he can really hum a heater. I don't think so. He just can't throw a ball. Who can't throw a ball? I think it's like you grew up. It's like a life skill. You, Everyone threw a ball. Who, like, but that's what I'm saying to these pe people that are growing up as professional. He was in athletes. France too. It's not like he, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe like he, he could probably play soccer more oh, i bet he could like football that'd be interesting because because football is a more universal sport a lot of people would play football true, and basketball true. at a young age yeah and then they kind of pick one as they get older and yeah. grow the guy just never threw a ball in his but life. like but yeah that's probably it he literally grew up and it's like okay there's a basketball hoop what are you gonna do you're gonna play basketball May you're gonna play you're gonna go competitive you're gonna yep. do all this stuff you're not at, you don't actually make time to play other sports because hey. other people aren't playing it. maybe it's harder than we think and actually when you get it there on the on the mound it's like a lot further away than you think, and you know yeah. what I mean. Like I can, I can whip a ball maybe like twenty feet, maybe from the mound. I, I my my pitch wouldn't look that great either. Yeah, but you could probably throw like I, unless you're really trying to throw it hard, you could throw it to the guy. I think I could. Yeah, yeah. we should measure it out and, and test. Yeah, see see what our pitch would look like, eh? If we're on the mound, I, what's the distance? I don't want to mess up my elbow again. What is it? Sixty feet? Like I used to play. I I mean only. Last year or two years ago, I was still playing like softball, yeah, and I played shortstop. So I'd throw basically a pitch to first every time I got the ball. Yep. Um, but now I don't think I could even throw because of my elbow. Yeah, we're we're gonna go uh, further back. Latvia won the uh, third place in uh, the World Cup, and just talking about the World Cup, 
it is kind of funny because I have an international following on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. I get people kind of giving me the gears about if Canada's playing well or not playing well. Right. Um, it's it's funny for anyone listening. We like the World Cup, like, essentially doesn't really exist in Canada. I, I hate to see it. It's say a it. non-story. It's it. It's like something interesting. It's nice if we win. Like I. It's, it's nice if Canada wins. If but Latvia didn't like celebrate winning third. I wouldn't have even known that Canada won. See. Right, it's it's because it ha it happens. It's adjacent to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, and everybody's just watching the Stanley Cup Finals. And then everyone who didn't make the Stanley Cup Finals, they put a team together and they go play in the World Cup. But it's it's a big tournament for a lot of other countries. Mm -hmm. It is it's an international tournament, but like for us, it's it's the Olympics. Yeah. The Olympics is the one that matters. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, without pros going there, even that, it's like eh. Yeah, you need the best players in the world to Come play. On, best on best, right? And like it's it's not really fun to watch our like third tier best players play the best of every other country and and even if they do win it's like okay, yeah, but like we didn't have the best players. In. It's it's ex it's exciting, it's fun, but it's not like a very meaningful tournament, but I absolutely I know, so I don't want to say that. In Canada, that's how we see it. Of yeah. course, it's still meaningful to win for your country. It's like, it's meaningful, and we've and you feel and you like you want to support the players that are yeah, there, yeah, and everything. But it's like it's just not a story in terms of like everyone's watching it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like not everyone's talking about it. There's no buzz around it. The World Juniors is bigger. The World Juniors is way bigger. But it's, it's, it's best it, on best, and it happens at the perfect time oh, of year. Yeah, you know, like everyone's taking a break from the NHL. It's like Christmas. It's like yep. a whole vibe, right? But I absolutely love. So Latvia placed third in that tournament. Yeah. They packed the streets. Uh -huh. They had like everyone in the city was out and and uh, on the streets celebrating third place. Mm -hmm. They declared a national holiday. It's unreal. That man. is unreal. Yeah, like I love that. I love it's th third place. Still good bronze, mm -hmm. but the fact that the country basically shut down. Like Canada needs that. <laughs> Could you imagine? I would love if Canada cared that much about hockey. I would love it. Yeah, it's like we become too spoiled. Where it's like, oh yeah, we got gold. That's nice. Like half the people won't even know. You just—it's because you come to expect it almost. Exactly. And it's that's like if you didn't—if you didn't win, then it's like, oh, who'd we lose to? USA or? Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's that's the problem. Canada's just come like you expect them to win gold, mm -hmm. and if they don't, then you're like, oh, like what do we have to change? What happened? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do we have? We have to change our system, uh -huh. right? I just—I would love if if every time Canada did something like that, the whole country celebrates and get goes crazy for it yeah like is is canada the fans like are, are we losing that or or is it just like we have to become the underdog again There's i think no it, way. i think it just comes down to that people like watching the best possible product yeah and when the nhl doesn't let its players go to the olympics or there's not the best players at the world cup for right. that country like if canada played was like say in a alternate reality canada is the third on paper best country for hockey and we have our best players go and it's a battle and we we end up winning gold yeah but like we know that it's our best players and it's not guaranteed that we're going to make the final every year then it's like a bigger yeah. story so, it's all about narrative right so if if basically canada did this with our soccer team yeah with our um, soccer yeah. team it would be like a bigger thing but but still they, they wanted to even if if canada won gold in soccer whatever fifa or i don't <laughs> it's a I don't know. The, World the, Cup. Like. World, World Cup. Yeah, World Cup. Yeah. Um, Canada, like, we want to declare a national holiday. 
I don't know, man. We need more pride. I think, I, I, I don't know if they would or not. There'd be a huge like celebration. Would. A lot of people love it because there are a lot of people yeah. who love the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we need national holidays for sports. I think they, they would. Think so? Because it'd be like the first time in history. Yeah. Right? I hope they would. Yeah. Uh, m- moving on. Um, the uh, Something crazy came across my Instagram. The uh, Denver Nuggets mascot. His salary. Is this basketball? Yes. Yeah. Guess the salary of a mascot. What do you think a mascot makes? Well, in the NHL, do you think it's like... In the NHL, it's got to be like maybe 80K. <laughs> I think around there. Seems fair. Yeah. What do you think in the in the NHL? Or sorry, in the NBA. In the NBA, it's a bit bigger NBA. of a thing. They actually have like cheerleaders go on the court. And yeah, you have to the, perform. And they have to perform. They have to do stuff. flips, yeah, all this dance. stuff. True. There's knocked not, out there, by Conor McGregor. There's, there's an element of danger. Yeah, like getting knocked out by McGregor. <laughs> yeah, you showed me Cold that. Cold clocked. Yeah. <laughs> punched in the face by a by a world champion uh, MMA fighter. Yeah. You go to the hospital. Yeah. I know that it's I know that it's in the hundreds of thousands. Okay. So the highest paid mascot in the NBA. I don't that's funny that there's even like a difference, like, oh, you get paid more for this team. It should just kind of be the same across the board. You're all doing the same job, no? I guess it depends on the market. Do you trade mascots? Like, oh, this guy's really good. Let's like, he's getting traded. The Denver Nuggets traded their mascot. They, for... cha- they trade the mascot and they keep the uniform and they keep switching the, the mascot inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, I meant like the uniform goes with them. So. Oh no, no, that'd be hilarious. No, I thought just <laughs> the person inside. <laughs> that, that just don't want to work. It'd be funny. Um, so the, the Nuggets mascot is getting six hundred and fifty thousand a year. Whew. It's wild. That's almost league min. That's almost what. That's almost what an athlete is getting paid in the NHL. Like a rookie, like Bedard is going to just make a little bit more than the Denver Nuggets mascot. That's just wrong. That's crazy. But like the other thing is, is that when you look at the salary of the NBA, the average player in the NBA is is making like more than like our top paid players. So that's the next thing I want to talk about. I'm saving for next draft. The highest paid Canadian athletes. Oh, like of all sports. In, sports in all professional sports. Which is very revealing about how much other sports make and how much athletes get in other sports. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the NHL, the first NHL player is pretty far down the list. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of these guys, I'm like, who? Right? Because I'm just, uh, we're, we're hockey guys. Yeah. I don't even know these guys' names, and they're just making crazy bank. Mm. compared to the, the top NHL guys. I don't even know if I could name a whole list. Like, I'd have uh, to... There's not a chance. You, you wouldn't yeah. be able to name... Like, like, we can't do a draft on it because I don't know. No. Like, you'd have to look it up. It'd just be like Googling it. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'll get you to guess. Chippy might know. He's a little more in, into basketball. So we'll, we'll talk about that next pod. Um, All right. I, I think that's it. Yeah, we got through everything we wanted to talk about. It's a longer one. Um, we didn't even address that Chippy's in Nashville right now. For oh the, yeah, we were NHL supposed awards. to go. But. We we were thinking about going. Um, I yeah, we're, uh, we we basically got tickets so we could have gone and watched the NHL awards and also watched the draft. Um, what it came down to is we'd be gone for like uh, five days, and we'd only, be gone the whole week, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much gone the whole week. Uh, I wanted access. I wanted to do something exciting, something interesting. I wanted to bring something uh, good. If I'm there, if we're using our time, mm-hmm. I wanted to be like behind the scenes, something interesting, unique take, something that is worth watching. But essentially, we were just given, uh, not just, I don't want to seem spoiled, but we were given tickets to go and enjoy it and watch it, which mm-hmm. is good for us, but not great for our fans, for the people watching. 
Right. Like, like, no one really cares if we just have to get more creative with like behind the scenes, like from the audience look. Like, because not everyone's there. Yeah, yeah. We, so we, you can we do could, your own content. We could have created, uh, oh, I'm for sure we could have created something. Mm-hmm. But it would have been much better if we have like actual access behind the scenes, meet the athletes, talk to them, interview, shoot sure, some pox, yeah. like mess around, like give us something. Basically what you did at the combine. Exactly. Yeah. So I wanted that. We didn't get it. Like I said, working with the NHL, trying to get some more like things, mm-hmm. like creating content for them to post. Like uh, this NHL combine stuff that we've made, everything that we posted, over 500,000 views on the NHL uh, Instagram. Yeah, it's gold. And yeah. essentially, it was so easy. I'm like, let me just, we're going to rapid fire questions with the prospects. Yeah. Ask them interesting questions, do a good job, like keeping things moving, mm-hmm. edit it together well. And it, it was a very limited time investment. Mm-hmm. And we created some good stuff. So if they give us more time, we could do even more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, that's what it came down to. I was like, yeah, do I want to be away from the family, away from creating content here? Because we got a lot to work on mm-hmm. for like a week. Yeah. Just to sit in the stands and watch the awards and to watch the draft. I don't think it was a good trade-off. Right. If I'm chippy, I'm going. Yeah. He, he's young. Well, he can still create all of his content while he's there. Exactly. And he can like, may, maybe he is getting some access. I don't know. We'll find out when he gets back. I'll, I'll stay tuned to his uh, IG. Yeah. Give him a tag give him a, or give him a follow. Coach Chippy. And uh, just a public service announcement <laughs> for the listeners. We're going to be doing episodes every other week yeah, for summertime. the summer. Summertime schedule. Um, we'll pick it back up uh, full-time, probably closer to when this regular season starts up again. Yes, sir. And uh, again, big thanks to Mason for making time to come out on the pod uh, this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know in the comments if you guys want Mason to do a Mason Madness. Yeah. Every so often, and we can we can come on, and he can answer some of your guys' questions. Throw some questions at us for Mason. He can he can share share his uh his latest business ventures. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. What a it. what a kid! All yeah. right, thanks for listening, everyone. You guys have yourself a great Wednesday. Enjoy the draft. Go Connor Bedard. Later, friend of the pod. The oh, we're gonna get some more. Oh yeah. Stay tuned for more prospects, uh, draft picks. Bill Carlson, Will Smith, Adam Pichelli. Peace.